waters run deep. Still Snoop Dogg and DRA. Nah, nah, nigga. Guess who's back? Still. Welcome to Chalks and Dogs, broadcasting live at Joe's Pizza Thursday night. Dave, what's going on, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? Good, dude. Good, dude. Uh, episode four. Dude, crazy weather going on tonight. It is Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, April 9th, dude. Just storming out here in Chicago. Dude, all storming. hell is breaking out. All hell is breaking loose. In Chicago. Well, not really Chicago. It's actually pretty cool here. Dude, I still got Snoop Dogg on my mic. Right I know, now. right? That's awesome. It's That's awesome. It's the best. We all, man, that brings back a lot of memories. Yeah. Snoop, yeah. Dre. Yeah. Well, yeah. I won't get into that, but. Oh, come on. Come on. No. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what. Uh, I got, I got, if that one brings back memories, uh, this one will certainly bring back memories for you. Memories to uh, maybe Sunday. Yeah, yeah, my Cub fans. Big W. Hey, first off, wait, on, on <laughs> I can't su- really talk. On, on Sunday, yeah, they, we, they couldn't even they couldn't even go to the bathroom. The place was jammed. Oh, I know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know what? I'm pumped for baseball. You? I'm I'm You're so s- pumped. Well, all right, I, I'm I'm less pumped now than I was a couple days ago. Uh, my White Sox dropped their first two. To the Royals. Now, uh, granted, they're the champs. Three now? They lost today. I didn't even catch today's game. I got a day job. Can't can't pay attention. Well, check your phone, dude. Well, I mean, look. He comes home. He probably says, hey, Ashley, what do you need me to do? No, no, no. T- no, today it was more like uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking. I was listening to the weather. That's what I was doing. Listening to the weather and listening about the cop that shot that dude in the back. That's I what know. I was listening to. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. You think the sweep right off the bat? I mean, Kansas City's good. Are, are they looking for Robin Ventura's job? Should 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 I, as a Sox fan, be calling for his job right now? After three games, um, here's the thing. I don't know if you if you're looking for his job, but he, I'm I'm a type of guy that likes a little fire underneath the manager, or some kookiness, or yeah. some craziness, or some. And I think Robin, they always go for the former player, don't they? You know what the problem is? The, the real problem, if you want to get into it, the real problem is they don't have a bullpen. There's no bullpen. I mean, the, the, I thought they addressed it. I, not that I've seen. Well, Robertson maybe on had, paper. Dave Robertson uh, from the Yankees came over, but he hasn't had a chance yet to save a yeah, game because exactly. they're not up any runs. I know, I know. It's brutal. They're not even scoring, though, Dave. I'm looking today, 4-1 final. They scored a run again. White Sox! White Sox! Go, 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 White Sox. Dude, I don't think they've heard that song at all, you know. You know, maybe maybe it's just they got to come home and and get in front of the 5,000 people that are going to go to the game because White Sox fans don't go to games early in the year. They just don't. Well, now they're (laughs) 0-3. Forget about it, dude. Nobody's (laughs) – you can't get tickets away. (laughs) Friday will probably be crowded tomorrow. I don't know, man. It's just tough, dude. It's tough to get behind. I mean, you know, you're a Cubs hey, fan. Hey, well, it's first hard. off, the cell, the cell is an awesome place to go. It's the to best. Watch a game, to eat, the to best, tailgate, Jerry. whatever. Yeah, yeah, to, to have a yeah, it's a great atmosphere. But the problem is, it's in a bad neighborhood. There's nothing really like the. To, I mean, yeah. I guess there's some bars you could probably go to, right? I mean, fans. I mean, I don't know. That's what I look at it, and I think uh, 
Well, you want to see? Be fi- I think they'll be fine. I, I, you know, I, I would, I would definitely go see uh, a Sox game. Being a Cub fan, I, I like the atmosphere. I, like I said, I like, and there's always. There's always a couple hotties in in the stands at, at U.S. Cellular. <laughs> always. Yeah. You know, if you I look, can look. Yeah, yeah. I can look, right? If, yeah, yeah, you can. But you know what? That you look online, like on Facebook, and every year there's always like Cub, you know, White Sox fans versus Cub fans, and they got the pretty girls and the Cubs. You know what I don't like? What's that? When Sox fans, would you would when you uh, would you do text me or something? And <laughs> no, I put it on always, Facebook. Yeah. and you you I, I just I, put I, it on my wall on Facebook. Yeah, and, and I you, used <laughs> Ashley's account to come at you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like Sox fans just they always come back with something about the Cubs. Like worry about your own team, dude. I know. I threw up the I threw up the the, the L. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys get swept. Yeah, Kansas City's good though. Soon. I, good. I had a comment. Yeah, Casey's good, man. They're the champs. They're the champs. But I mean, it's just it's just tough. I mean, you look at these pitchers. I mean, they're starters. I mean, you got Samarja, Quintana, um, obviously Chris Sale. Yeah, Quintana had a bad outing. Yeah, Sale starting on Sunday. He's coming back. So yeah, I, I you got to give him time. I mean, three games into it. I don't that's like getting sw- I don't like getting swept though. If I was a Sox fan, that's you don't like getting show swept some heart or yeah. something. Even you waiting all this time and you, that's, you're gonna get swept. But this was the story last year. I mean, all right. So um, I think it was the the game that uh, the Sox lost ten to one. All right, it was four to one going into the fifth, and then they give up like five runs. I know. I mean, what. That'll suck the heart out of any team. I don't care what sport you're playing. When somebody puts up a, a run of points like that. I like, like that. the Sox's lineup, too. I like them. Abreu, yeah. uh, Garcia, Abreu, he, Ramirez. Abreu's the real deal. I mean, even. LaRoche. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll even take a Connor Gillespie. I don't mind it. But yeah. Alexi, he's got to come around. I'm he's got to step of, it up. I'm a big fan of Gillespie. Yeah? Huge fan. Are you serious? Are you fucking with I'm, him? No, ask me. <laughs> All right. My boy, B-Dub. Who listens to the show? I'm a huge fan of Connor Gillespie. Yeah, came from the I think he came from the, the Giants organization. Yeah, he rakes, man. Yeah, he's and, and you know he's tough. He's tough solid, dude. Kid. Yeah, he's he's a good ball player. I think they're gonna snap out of it. They gotta do, in in baseball too. I pitching. Yeah, it's huge. That's and and that was the Achilles heel of the Sox last year, and so far this year I think it's. Um, it's looking to be the same. I mean, so far, three games in, obviously, it's early. But these are the games that you want back when you start getting around October. Yeah, you know you, what I mean? Yeah, you need these games. Yeah, yeah. These are the games that buy you some time, you know? So uh, Yeah, so if, if you look at the Sox right now, um, who are they coming home? Who they, oh, they're playing Minnesota this weekend. Yeah. For, and for that's, a good team to come home to. That's tough, though, too, because the Twins always have the uh, Sox. I don't know. I, I, I think I think the, the Sox should be able to pull at least two out of three out of them. So you come in the thing, now you're coming out, what, two and uh, maybe two and four? Not, not terrible. They, they need to definitely get some wins this, uh, this weekend. But, uh, you know, looking, looking at both sides of town with the Cubs, Jake Arrieta, man. I, Lester, Lester, he he didn't look – he looked okay. He didn't look too bad. All right. Uh, on Sunday night, Wainwright's just a – he's – guy's fucking unbelievable, man. Uh, Adam Wainwright? Fuck. I'll, I'll tell you tough. what, though. All, all jokes aside, like I, I liked busting balls. I think as all White Sox fans did, we like busting balls about 
the stadium not being ready, it looked good on ESPN. I mean, for what it was. I mean, the Ernie Bakes thing in the outfield. or whatever years old, dude, or how old it is. They got to do – you can't – if you don't do anything, that thing's going to fall apart. Yeah, and that video video board I thought looked pretty slick. Yeah. They needed that. That was long overdue. I like the tarp thing out in the outfield with – Ernie Banks' they pictures. Should, they should leave that there and just not and put just not bleachers. Play, yeah, because those guys there. are jackasses in the yeah, bleachers out there. I don't think I've. I think I've been out in the bleachers a couple of times, but like, like I said, you know, Lester, you pitched okay, but Wainwright was the better, and they couldn't score any runs on Wainwright. And then Arietta, then they had a, a day off, and then the rain came or whatever. They they didn't play because some some people think they didn't play because the the, the toilets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I just love the fact that people were pissing in their beer cups. And then drinking I, like, it because like they couldn't tell like the difference. Like between. you've never done that, though. Yeah, I tell people that. I, come on. They couldn't. They couldn't tell the difference between uh, their Bud Light and their uh, and their. You're their not warm a Bud, You're not a Bud Light guy. No, 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 no. no. I'm not. When, when I used to throw them back, I wasn't a big Bud Light guy either. Nah, nah. No, no. I I don't know of a lot of guys that are. Most guys that are eventually switch to like Coors Light or something. Yeah. I don't know why, but I don't know light beer. Oh, it's like. It's not bad. I, you know, I like I like a cold beer at a ball game. You know, ten bucks, whatever it is. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you on, got. You yeah. know, you're gonna go to the game yeah. and get and spend the money. Yeah. But Arietta came back. Yeah, yesterday. Pitched awesome, man. He's he's filthy. Yeah. Then Castro came up with a big hit. Rizzo scored. Then uh, Montero came up with a sacrifice fly. Two nothing. Uh, Rondon came in for the save, and they started playing. The W. Yeah. Cubs win song. Oh, no. God. That's the worst. And uh, But it was on uh, ABC. Yeah. ABC first telecast. Channel 7. Was it hard for you? Did you forget about that? Was it hard? Did you did you watch it? No, was it you, hard you know to what? Find? I was about to go to work, so it started at 1. Um, so I saw the beginning, and I saw some of it. Uh, no, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, you're still going to get the same. You're still going to get the same. There you know is. you you know you like there it. There it is. Yeah. So uh, no, it was, it was you know Gian Greco was out there, Jim Rose, but they still have this like Len Casper and uh, JD are still the the commentators. So yeah. So yeah, we'll get in some more baseball, I guess, with uh, with our guests, and uh, we're sitting at Joe's Pizza. Fifty-seven forty-seven North Higgins in Chicago. Yeah, this is the place to be, dude. West Seriously, Higgins. West, Higgins. West, West Higgins. Higgins. I'm thinking North. It's all right. Son of a well, Son you know, but I've never was hey, good with my north, south, east, and west. Though, Let's order some serious. food seven seven three six eight five two three zero one. Joe's on Higgins dot com. Yeah, Joe's on Higgins dot com. Give him a give him a give him a call. Order some food. We got. So, what do you think? Hey, what do you think? Real quick, we got some time. We're yeah. gonna, okay, we're gonna, our guest. Our, our lineup today is going to be uh, Sam Maniscoco at Sam Maniscoco on Twitter. Former Division One basketball player breaking down our guy, our Sammy. Our NBA NCAA expert, and then from 120 Sports, Tim Doyle, former Northwestern uh, Division One basketball player as well. Uh, he'll be breaking down basically everything: um, Bears, Bulls, and the Bulls are making a huge comeback right now. They were down 19 going into halftime. They're down two. Do they have a chance? You want to get into the Bulls real quick? I want to get into the Bulls. I don't understand. There's there's so much I don't understand about what's going on with this team. I just I just do not I, get it. Watching them and and reading and and looking at Twitter and all that kind of jazz. 
Do you think they give they gave up on Thibodeau? Do you think they mailed it in on him? Well, I I mean, first of all, they handcuffed him. I mean, if management's telling you how long you can play your guys, I mean, that's well, that, Noah's knee is like in feet are pretty much. He's got to be on a minute restriction until the playoffs. My thing is when he says to the, when he says to the media like today he goes, you know I can't play Noah and I can't play Rose in the fourth quarter because they're on a minute restriction. Is he so, throwing management under the bus? Is that what he's yeah, doing? Oh, okay, he's yeah. got to be. Why wouldn't he just say, hey, for the betterment of the team? Yeah. For the future of the Chicago Bulls, hey, he's blowing it up. We're gonna you know we're for the we're gonna hold him back you know. Until we get to the playoffs, and then we're going to let him go. Where he's saying, "Hey, these guys are on a minute restriction. I can't play him in the fourth quarter." That's tough. So, but now this so is—he's got to be throwing. I mean, at, at, I mean, you're, you're looking at what a number three, a number four seed right now, maybe number yeah. five. No, they're going to. I think they're locked in at three or four. Yeah. So all right, so you're three or four, mm-hmm. and you have what? What? What purpose does it make? Are you gaining anything? Are you gaining that much by going from four to three? I mean, you're not going to get two. Yeah, but so you're. you're it's a huge difference going from playing Milwaukee right. as a sixth seed or playing Washington, who can't have their number and who hates them. And that would be a huge, huge series to get through. Then you have to go face – so you're at the four. Then you have to go face Atlanta at Atlanta or right. face – it's tough. My, my thing is, though, why won't you finish three, play Milwaukee? You're going to beat Milwaukee. They'll beat them 4-2 in a seven-game series. Maybe f- – Yeah. Maybe four one, then you have to go through Cleveland anyways. Right. So why don't you just you're gonna have to go through them anyway. So just play them. I just I, I don't get it, man. I, I don't get why I don't get I don't get the logic behind it. Now now, Thibodeau's taking heat throughout the year. I mean he's just he he runs those guys hard. I yeah. mean he screams know. at him every play. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Get up. He's just beating these guys up. Maybe he's taking some flag for that, and they kind of handcuffed him a little bit, but. I don't know. I'd be interested to hear what our guests have to say because it seems like, you know, they they've, they've got they've got better insight than I do on that. I think well, they're right. underachieving this year for sure. They're definitely underachieving. I mean, you look at that squad, and they're all they're 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 more hurt now than they've been in the last how long? Yeah, the I whole mean, team's. Beat I don't know to if that has a lot to do with the way he pushes them in practice and stuff. I'm not sh- positive on that. I just think they're underachieving big time this year. Yeah, with the players that they have. You got everybody back that you had last year. Yeah. And you're adding Gasol, a proven double-double guy. Yeah. So, I mean, their lineup has been sporadic um, this year. So, yesterday was the first day I think they played together starting five in months. It was since last winter. It was the first time that they played together since last winter. Well, Gasol wasn't on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I – you're talking about last year? Yeah, since the, yeah, since the winter time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we're gonna see what happens with them. I guess we're gonna see. You know, and I think I think they got a shot. I don't care what anybody says. You're gonna in a series though. They're gonna have a tough time. But hey, you got a guy you could throw the ball to in the post with Gasol, and you got a proven MVP. Even though he's not back to his old self in Derrick Rose, and you got a couple shooters that can sit out there and, and spot up and shoot. Um, I still think they're missing a shooter. I still think they're missing one guy who could just drain threes that can sit out there. But overall, you know, I think they 
think they got a shot. I really do. Well, that's why they play the games. I mean, you get yeah. in the playoffs, it's a whole other ball game. And, and you hope that that's why you have these guys on the team, guys like Rose and, and Noah and guys that are going to step up. And, you know, Paul Gasol. I mean, this is, this is why you got these guys, right? I mean, uh, it's, you know, Jimmy Buckets. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, he's, he's, he was playing out of his mind in the beginning. Yeah. So he's got to get back to garden. I'd like um, to see more out of Taj. He was playing terrible tonight again. He missed a, a wide open dunk. Yeah. And he missed a layup. He got blocked by Michael Beasley. And Nico's got to stop trying to ball fake people. He's just, he just horrible. He ball, he's, he's the old school yeah. European ball fake. He's horrible. He's not getting anyone. The old man ball fake. Hope the guy goes up and go around him. Yeah. I mean, that's. that's As Stacey King would say. Yeah. <laughs> I love Stacey King. Man. You like him? I cannot. He no, drives me up fast. a wall, dude. Come on, Neil. Give me some funk. Give me some funk. Yeah, he, he drives me up a wall. He drives me up a wall. Um, do we want to touch on uh, draft a little bit before we get our guests rolling in? Yeah, what are you thinking? You like any uh, – what do you think they're going to do? You're talking the Bears? Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. We're, they could do just about anything and not be wrong. Am I right? Yeah, they need, they have, they need a lot of, lot of pieces. Yeah. Um, is Mariota for real or is dude, he a bum? I think – no, I, what I'm hearing is they had him in for a workout. What I mean, every team has guys in for workouts, but oh yeah, I hear I'm hearing from a source that I do have in the Bears uh, front office. Yeah, that's legit. All right, I do have a guy. All right, what is, what are you hearing? That they're very, very, very interested in grabbing Mariota and. Having him maybe sit a year behind color, and then color will be gone the following year. Oh! (laughs) I would take him. I'm not joking. You heard it here first. A Chalks and Dogs exclusive here at Joe's Pizza. I'm not. (laughs) You're putting me on the spot, but no. uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, man. It's. And I've, you know, Schefter came on. I think I saw him on. And he said the same thing, you know, that. The Bears are kicking their tires, and Sal Palatonio came on too, and he said the Bears are kicking their tires about Mariota. Because why? Well, okay, if you're Fox and you're you're uh, um, Pace, yeah, you want your own guy. Oh, dude. So why not? Cutler I mean, is the coach killer. Yeah, without a doubt. That, that music's awesome. I when does when does the NFL start again? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's you know what. <laughs> Just the fact that nobody bid on Cutler's autograph picture at that auction was just proof of how what, what this town thinks of him. I, for one, I like Jay Cutler, and I'm going to say that. I think the kid's got all the talent in the world, but he's just, got, he's just not a leader. I don't think he's a leader. you got to be a leader. You, you could have half the talent as Jay and be a good leader and do a better job. And, and I'm not saying you have to be a game manager, but you just have to not be a prick. You have to get people to buy into whatever you're doing, right? So, so – yeah, remember the thing I tweeted out that yeah his football wasn't even no one even bid on it nobody bid on it dude I was dying laughing I had it I had it were you it. surprised he's a punk so did they give it back to him like uh, nobody wanted this James. no Sorry. what happened was someone found out about it and I think donated like two hundred bucks for it for the for they wanted to give it to his son so someone got it for like two hundred bucks it would have been funny if somebody bid on it then burnt it. Oh, I, just right there. He, the way I look at him, he has an arm. 
right? Yeah. He has an arm. He's athletic. He's a, he's got all the tools, dude. But he he airmails a lot of throws, makes poor decisions. See, and that's they, where they they got to he can't be throwing the ball 35 times a game. That that's where I have a hard time because a, a throw that looks bad, a throw that looks bad. I don't know if it's him or if the receiver runs the wrong route or or what's going on. You know what I mean? If I I have a hard time telling. So I, I hate to pin a lot of that stuff on him. Then you have like tip interceptions where the receiver should have caught the ball. It's like I don't know how much faith to put into those stats, but I think if you just watch the guy, you watch him and you watch like the elite guys, and I'm talking like Aaron Rodgers and, and Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady. I mean, you watch the way that those guys command a group of a group of animals. Really, let's be honest. Monsters. Yeah. Jay just doesn't have that. It's like no, he, he he's not a leader. I'm not saying he got to be fired up, but you know, have have some composure. He just loses it. He gets he doesn't get a call. Guy runs the wrong route, and he's just like checks out. I know. It's 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 sad. It's a waste. It's but sad. He's got his money. What does he care really? No, you know? yeah, you don't, I don't. I I've been saying this for a long time. He I it, I don't think he cares. I mean. Yes, he's a tough. He takes all those sacks, and you know he threw that pick and he got hurt. Remember, he chased that guy down, broke his thumb. Yeah, I think he he cares to a point, and then he just checks out. Yeah, like he, you said. Yeah, I don't know if it's the diabetes or what. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but no, he's just, yeah, I don't. He, he's just he's just not there. Sometimes you just look at it. You can tell, like you can tell when he's just checked out. You can tell he just has a glazed over look in his face and throwing balls into the dirt rather than you know. How many times do you see him take three steps and just throw it right, throw it right at the ground? You know, <laughs> it's like. And and the thing is, you can't have him. Like I said, can't even throw him thirty-five times a game. So, my thing is, do you go out and get Mariota, or do you go get Amari Cooper, the guy from uh, where's Cooper from again? Uh, is it Oklahoma? Amari Cooper, I think he is Oklahoma. Yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, he's a, yeah. a beast, yeah. an animal. They need a number two. That's yeah, they need that. They so need do you go get him or do you go get White from West Virginia, another wide receiver, or do you go get someone for their line? You can't go wrong. So I think at this point, when you when you're at number seven, assuming you don't trade trade down or trade up, you you got to take the guy that at whatever position, the guy that can come out and contribute like immediate immediately. Oh, it's a seven pick. Yeah, you need a stud. Yeah. You have to. And you can't. I, it's you can't miss this one. Pace cannot miss this pick. No, no. And what? I don't know. I'm not sold on Mariota. I mean, Ohio State kicked the shit out of him, right? That's my team, of course. But um, they're saying. I mean, everybody's saying how good he looks and and how he he works hard. And the Bears. Okay. So you got Cutler. Right. Okay. Now then, who? Jimmy Clausen. There's nothing. So that's what I'm saying. Do you do you do it and just. Everything okay. The draft in itself is a risk. Everybody you pick, right? Okay. So do you do you, do you risk it and go for someone that you that might pan out and be your quarterback for the next fourteen years? Well, there's nobody else out there, right? The only thing is, is I actually like the guy from Baylor. From Baylor? Yeah, I think they Bryce. Can, yeah, yeah. I do, man. But I, I think he'll go in late second. See, this is the thing. I'm not sold on first-round quarterbacks. I'm really not. I mean, in, in, in our lifetime, there's only been a handful of guys that, that came out first round and are solid. I mean, you look at, like, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. Peyton Manning is one of those guys. But, like, what's Alex Smith doing, you know? What's, uh, Kansas City. What's, you know, you can go back to, 
you know, um, Rick Meyer or all these guys. You know, there's there's guys, anybody out of Notre Dame, really, let's be honest, that's ever come out in the first round. But, I mean, first-round quarterbacks, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't – there's not a whole lot of guys. What's that guy in uh, – Andrew Luck wasn't – was – all right, well, he's Andrew so, Luck. Andrew he's unbelievable. Luck. But then, uh, you know, then you look at RG3. I think he's borderline bust. I mean, yeah, he's been hurt, but. He's a bust. He's a bust. He's a bust. He, you know, and so you look at, you look at all right, if you look at, like, Jameis Winston and, and Mariota, I think one I of th- those I guys think I think is going to be a over Jameis Winston. I think so, too. I think Jameis Winston is going to be a bust. I think Lovey Smith is going to take Winston. And I think that's racist. I mean, really. You do? No, no. Do <laughs> you want to start this on <laughs> no, this? No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I think I think Lovey Smith is. A, I think it's a smart move for him because you're getting a local kid. Uh, you're going to put butts in seats. He's going to pr- he's going to produce. I mean, he's not going to he's not going to be garbage. I don't think. But I mean, look at guys like you know, any quarterback that was supposed to be hot shit coming out. Besides Andrew Luck, take him out of the discussion. I mean. We got Johnny Football. Now he dropped in the draft, but he's he's gonna be out of football, the way he's going. Who's that? John, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. He's gonna be out of football in in by by the middle help, of the year. At least he's helping himself. I don't care what anybody says, dude. Yeah, no, I know he's loaded. I, no. I know he's loaded, and he's got all this blah blah blah. But don't get me wrong. But it, he's an asshole, though. Yeah, but he's helping him. He's trying to get help. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody would 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 fault him for for that that's not you know and he's a young kid that got a lot of money but um i don't know i just think that a, another guy that just doesn't have the the mental toughness that it takes to be in the NFL. Menzel, yeah he's he's out there yeah he's out there uh but there's there's a lot of uh there's a lot like you said i mean we can we can go ryan leaf we can go God. yeah we can go through the thing but are you, do you think the bears should do it what do you think you think the Bears should take that chance? I think if you're John Fox, you want anybody but Cutler. You want your own guy. I agree with you. You want your own guy because that's that's the position that's going to make you or break you. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bears. I think the Bears are going to make their their own decision with with Pace and Fox and and go from there. Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk to our guy, RNCAA slash NBA expert. We were waiting for him to call. What were you doing, Sam? Did you go on a date tonight? I didn't have service. Sorry, okay. <laughs> were, we, were you at, were you at uh, the, the Skokie, uh, Skokie Movie Theater? No. Catch, no, no catching no. a little late-night flick? I'm always I'm always messing with him. He's yeah, the best, though. Yeah. He's the best. You guys just got, talking, you guys just got done talking Bears? Yeah. You got, any, you, got, you got anything for us? No. I'm not a football guy. I'm just a Bears fan, so. It isn't wrong with that. Well, I got a little, uh, a little info, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I'm hearing from a, a a buddy that works in the organization that they are kicking the tires out on Mariota. Really? Yeah. And. Interesting. And they would they would keep him keep Cutler for the year, let Mariota sit and learn, and then uh, let Cutler go. <laughs> Wait, sit and learn from Jay. Well, the game. Yeah, right? I mean, I don't know what, what was the point of, of being Steve Cutler then for a year just because he got rid of him contract? Yeah, because his money, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll get into – we'll see what happens. It's coming up. But we're going to do some bear yeah. stuff when it gets closer. What's – uh? so you were right on Wisconsin for the one game. 
but not the second one. No, th- th- I'll take uh, Sam. That's my fault, dude. I hitched she my car you. to your wagon. I jinxed you, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let's. Uh, what do you think of the game? I thought it was a heck of a game. I mean, just the way that it went down to the wire, and I just like a game where Duke won it. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody lost the game, or you know, this happened late in the game, or something funky or crazy happened. Duke turned it. You know, the way they they played those last five to eight minutes of the game defensively, and obviously making big shots on the stretch. Um, I thought Duke deserved to win, and I thought that's perfect ending to, to the NCAA season as far as. Um, a team, you know, capturing the championship. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I'll tell you, the, the thing that I, I thought was really exciting was just, uh, I think if it, I think at least locally, maybe because we're in the Midwest, there was a lot of excitement about that game, a lot of excitement. Um, did, did you think, um, were you disappointed? I mean, were, I know you. I know you picked Wisconsin, but did, were you were you a little more disappointed because because he's a Big Ten guy. Sam yeah, he's a big. He went to Illinois. Yeah. Were, were you were you a little disappointed that they didn't get it done? Yeah, I mean, I would love to see them win just because of the fact that, like you said, you know, Big Ten and also you know having a relationship with Frank Kaminsky and the Illinois Wolves and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to see them win, but I mean, even though they didn't, they had a heck of a season um, last two years. Really, if you put it all in perspective. Uh, the run they went on was, was pretty incredible. Um, and, I mean, they were right there. You know, I thought coming into the tournament they were the best team. I thought they were the most experienced, the most poised. Um, and I thought they had a legitimate shot of winning it all, and, and they came up just a little bit short. And they lost to a great Duke team. Uh, I think a Duke team that um, that was better. I think their guards, um, especially in the Final Four, obviously what they did in Michigan State, and then in the championship game, I was stretch. Their guards really... Winning games, and if you remember a few weeks back, I think we were talking before the 16 games, was it, or the round of 32, you know, we talked about guards. Um, when it all comes down to it, it's all said and done, guards winning games, and I think that came through and, and, and proved its point um, in, in the championship. You saw that. You were exactly right on that, man. Uh, Tyus Jones was ridiculous. So looking back, Sam, um, got a quick question for you. You think Duke or Kentucky had the better freshman class? Well, I mean, if you're looking at uh, class as a whole, you know. Okay, how about the, the main the main guys, the main guys that that contributed? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a guard guy. You know, that's just how I am. You know, in Kentucky, obviously, um, with with Towns and those guys, and you know, I, I I'm a big Jones fan, obviously, Tyus Jones, because one, I like guards too. Um, I mean, he's pretty special as far as his crafting is. He doesn't play like a freshman. You know, you think that guy was a senior. He put on kind of like a Shabazz Napier performance um, the other night, and, and that, that was pretty special. But I mean, Okafor is is is, uh, is incredible, you know, as far as his his potential, his back to the basket game with his hands and his feet. Um, he lacks a little bit of a motor, but I, I don't know if you. Who would you take? take which two. which class would you take? Which like, class would I take? Class would you take, and then. Which big-time contributors would you take? Would you take – I mean, K- Kentucky's class was ridiculous, but Duke seemed like they had more of an impact on the game, right? Their freshman? I, I agree. I mean, I would, I would take those three. I would take Okafor, Winslow, and, and Tyus Jones just because I think, like you said, they have an impact on the game. Tyus Jones plays like a senior. Winslow came on late with his versatility and his athleticism and open floor. And then Okafor with his size and his power, you know, 
he closed the game for him. Tim Titus Jones, you know, completely closed the game and won the game for him down the stretch. Um, and I go with those three personally. I like I like what they all bring to the table. Uh, I don't think we can knock Kentucky's guys and their potential. Um, but at the same time, I just like Duke's guys and the, and the entire package that they bring to the table. So that's that's my thought. All right, we're talking with Sam Maniscalco. How's it going, buddy? Uh, thank you very much for coming on. And I want to ask you this. I want to change gears um, a little bit, not too much. But I don't know if you read the article. I think uh, E tweeted out earlier about Mark Cuban. Uh, he, he just was quoted recently saying, uh, the horrible state of college basketball is hurting the NBA. Now, I, I thought I saw some good basketball in the tournament. I mean, do you think there's any merit to his comment or his statement? Or is he just a blowhard just trying to make headlines? <laughs> I, I think there is merit to it. I think there's merit to to what he's saying about college basketball needing to change. Yes, I don't know how much merit there is as far as um, is it ruining is it ruining the NBA? No, you know I think that's a bold statement. Um, but there's a lot of merit in what he said about college basketball needing to change and the scoring going down year in year out and um, something needs to be switched up. What's more exciting? Um, yeah, there's no, there's no. I mean, to the casual basketball fan, I think you know college basketball might be more exciting, um, just because of the whole college rah rah type stuff and the college kids and whatnot. But as far as overall basketball goes, and players and talent, skill and yada yada yada, there's no comparison in NBA compared to college basketball. You know, if you're a basketball purist, um, you know, there's 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 absolutely no comparison. I mean, it's almost like amateur basketball. It is amateur basketball compared to what those guys do in the NBA. But I think he was just saying that, you know, the game is as the college basketball game needs some change. Um, it needs an injection of something um, to kind of, if you look at the last 10 to 12 years, the, the, the college game of scoring has gone down and it's kind of become more stagnant and more blah um, as we went on. That's not, you know, saying that there's not good teams out there and it's not good basketball. Um, but I think it could be better with some changes, absolutely. So there's some merit to his comments for sure. Cool. Uh, you're listening to Chalks and Dogs. We're with Sammy Maniscalco, at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. Um, let's go to some NBA, Sam. Spurs are getting it done at the right time. Sure the, are. Does, does, it's almost like the Izzo thing. I don't know. Popovich has his – I think they get back from the rodeo trip. I saw something yesterday, and they just turned it on. Uh, I think they were like 17-3 and three or 17-4 and four since the rodeo yeah. trip. Do they – are they going to get it done in the West? I think they're, you know, your most comfortable pick for right now just because of one, you know, the way they're playing now, like you said, 17 3. And I, I looked at a stat today, they're, they're nine, they've won their last nine by 12 points or more. And I think there's only two teams in NBA history that have done that. They've won on a nine game winning streak where they, their margin of victory is by 12 or more. Um, so that. So that right there says what kind of rhythm they're in. Um, you know, they're getting ready in playoff mode. I mean, if, if, if you got to pick, the West is so up for grabs. If you got to pick a team, I think your most comfortable bet is them because, like I said, they're on a streak with the rhythm and they're defending camp. So you can't count out Hall of Fame, three Hall of Famers, um, and a Hall of Fame coach uh, with a with an emerging superstar in, in Kawhi Leonard. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you, if you got to pick right now, you know, they're, they're a game or a, half a game out of second place, too, so. Yeah, no, they can go from the six to the two, that, right? They go from six to two, I think, yeah. with one game. So, um, you know, if they get in that two or three spot where they got, you know, a few series of home court advantage, I think they're they're in the driver's seat. You know, as a six seed is going to be tough because 
you're playing three series on the road. Um, not that they can't pull it off, but I think they'd be in much, much better shape if, if they do get a higher seed. They can only play one or two series, um, you know, with home court advantage. But I don't, I don't know how you don't, you don't, you don't take them right now with, with the way they're playing and what, what they've done the last two years. So um, that's probably your safest bet if there is a so-called safe bet in the West. I know, actually, uh, as a betting man, the Spurs, I, I have a feeling they're going to win it again. Who do you have in the East coming out? You still have Cleveland, and then if uh, you have the Spurs or whoever in the West, Golden State we talked about, um, who who do you have coming out of both, and who, who do you have winning it? Well, I got the Cavs coming out of the East, um, and I think if the Spurs come out of the West, I think they beat the Cavs again. I, I think that the Spurs are the one team that – the Cavs, I don't think they can beat, just because of their veteran savviness. Um, I think any other team in the West, the Cavs have proven that they, on any given night, can, can take care of. Um, so, I, I just think, you know, if the Cavs win it this year, I think it's almost like a like a steal. Not, not, not a steal in the sense of nobody expects them to do anything, but, you know, LeBron coming back and Kevin Love coming to agency and Kyrie Irving, you know, being his first year, going to be in the playoffs or whatnot. You know, the, the, the overall outlook on the Cavs is, is what? Hey, you know, probably they're going to be competing for championships and maybe by year two, three, four, they're really going to be competing for championships to have a chance to win. You know, if you were to say that they're going to win it the first year, you know, it might be reaching. So that's why I think if they do squeak one out this year, um, then, then the rest of the NBA is in trouble. There's no doubt about it. But if I had to pick for right now, I'd say Spurs and Cavs in the finals and with the Spurs with a, with an advantage because of of their veteran sadness and, and the, the Cavs' lack of experience. And the way those guys on the Spurs, Kawhi Leonard and, and Popovich, the game plan he puts together against LeBron is the best of anybody I've seen. Um, so I think anybody else in the West, uh, I think the Cavs can handle. Um, so I, I'd go with those two in the finals with the Spurs beating them right now if I had to pick today. Awesome, Sammy. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. He's our guy. Our NCAA NBA expert at Sam Maskoko on Twitter. Uh, thanks, Sammy, for coming on. Uh, I know we had some trouble earlier, but always appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, talk to you next appreciate week. Appreciate you having me on. No problem, dude. Talk to you next week. So yes, yeah, so Sammy. Uh, Sammy really likes the Spurs, and he's a big LeBron God, guy. He knows. You know, he's just. I can listen to him talk about basketball all day. I mean, he just really. He knows his shit. I mean, that guy's yeah. Pretty, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. We man. say it every week. Yeah, he's smart, man. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely um, a smart, smart basketball guy. Um, he breaks it down very well. It's too. hard to argue. It's hard to argue with him. You know what I mean? I mean, those those are so- Popovich is just. I think you put it. I think you put it best. I mean, it's like Izzo in, in college. I mean, the guy's just. This is what he coaches for to get to this point, and you get to the playoffs, and and he's just. Always solid year in and year out. They're always they're always in a place to you know compete. Dude, I'm telling you, his the way he d- does it at the end of the year and just gets these guys to, to flip a switch, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So I mean, the Spurs, the Spurs to me are the are the team to beat in the West. Uh, as we uh, welcome into Chalks and Dogs, Timmy Doyle, TD, what's going on, man? Hey guys, you talk about the Spurs. The Spurs are the favorites, no doubt about it. They cut down the nets. They cut down the nets at the end of the NBA season, but they're gonna end up winning it all. I just told waiting, waiting, waiting. That's what we just said, and I like them. They're plus three fifty right now. 
I like them. For, to win the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, I think it's going to be key for them to avoid Golden State to the, the, the very end. I think the Western Conference Finals would be ideal. But, yeah, I think they're going to end up winning it again. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree with you. All right. So, can we – you follow uh, NFL, right? Some Bears? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Any, any truth to – I got a little uh, – Little inside info that you know. Now I'm I'm on here. Probably gonna get someone's gonna come at me like, yeah, right, whatever. That there is some truth to that Mariota thing. What are you hearing? Are they gonna draft Mariota? That they're gonna come down and yeah, and trade down for him. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I think this whole color thing is just another. It's basically a one more year thing because they owed him all that money. They're gonna keep him around for another year. I mean. I, I, I want to take Mariota. I mean, the guys, what Oregon, forget about quarterback, what Oregon player has been successful at the next level? <laughs> I mean, you have a guy going from a spread offense and going on the center. I, I think this quarterback class this year is absolute doo-doo. The fact that Mariota's at great college stats running a spread offense at Oregon. Oh, by the way, you know who's the quarterback at Oregon? Anybody who's ever played quarterback at Oregon has had sensational stats. So I think people <laughs> fall in love with this guy's numbers. If the Bears draft him, great. I, mean, I think the best thing for Mariota long-term would be to sit. So if he comes to the Bears, he's going to end up sitting, and then you know, then people are going to be like, oh, he should be out there. Quarterbacks, there's only a rare few that can go out there and play in the first year. Even a guy like Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for years. So I wouldn't surprise you if the Bears made that move. What do you what do you think out of out of I mean we were talking a little bit ago that that the Bears have a lot of holes to fill really I mean they can't go wrong by drafting anybody that can come in and contribute right away uh, where do you, where do you think the number one spot is that they need to address if you were as a fan at least looking in I mean it's got to be the defense right I mean there are there are weapons there offensively I mean they got to get someone that can get some sort of pressure on the quarterback their linebackers are. Uh, you know, it's been a joke of the, who they ended up playing some of the games. It, it just it has to be defense. So if you're going to waste a first-round pick on a quarterback that's never played on the center before, good luck. I mean, I think it's going to be a disaster. I think if you go through, <laughs> you make defensive moves, and you got to start getting that defense better because, it, guys, it's been, you know, it's been a joke lately. It's all the way to say it. It has been. It's, it's, sometimes you can't, I can't even watch it. So Duke took down Wisconsin. Uh, Tyus Jones, guy, he was awesome. Would you? I just asked uh, our other guest, Kentucky's class or Duke's class. I'm sure you take Kentucky's whole class, but who would you take? Who made the biggest impact? It has to be Duke's freshman class, right? Hey, Duke's. I, you know, I I think Eric will look back maybe in five years or ten years, and I don't know why we do this, but I think it depends a lot on like what type of NBA players these guys end up being. You can be like, oh, see, that guy was a great pro, but yeah, I mean, on the short term, it's obviously Duke class. They won it all. Kentucky did it. If I was Tyus Jones' uncle's cousin related to him, I would say go to the pros, my friend, because you stick around in college, even though you're undersized, you're never going to have another run like that. And the fact that you stay around, people are going to pick apart your game. Is he ready for the NBA right now? Absolutely not. But I think he could be like a Trey Burke type of player mm-hmm. in the NBA. I mean, he's got big cojones. He's going to take big shots. He, he played great in the championship. He, you know, he, he was the difference in that game. But I just wonder, will his value be any higher than it is right now today? It, it won't be. So, 
on that note, Okafor Kaminsky, how do you see those two adapting to the NBA game uh, being big men? I think Frank has to just move with a greater sense of urgency. And it kind of reminds me of the transition that Doug McDermott is going through right now. You know, Doug has opportunities to play in a lot of preseason games and obviously got hurt. But then when he's got out there, you know, just watching him from the naked eye, you can just see him moving so much faster. He cuts so much sharper. He's moving so much faster. With Frank, you see he kind of burst in periods where, you know, he kind of goes through that wall. I think it takes him a really long time to shoot that shot. So, but at 6'11", I think he can become like a Channing Fry type of player, a great pick and pop. And when you're that tall and you can stick it, I mean, obviously there's going to be a role for you. And as for Okafor, I mean, I think he's a really hard guy to figure out because he's not explosive. He's not one of those guys who's just able to just beat you with his athleticism. But is, is he the next Tim Duncan? I mean, that's pretty high expectation. I mean, Tim Duncan is one of the great players of all time. But he's got a really unique skill set. I just I question his athleticism at the next level. But I think he's going to be a heck of a player. All right, we're talking with uh, Tim Doyle. Tim Doyle double zero uh, at on Twitter. Uh, Tim, can I switch gears real quick? Uh, e and I were talking about this. Um, Tibbs and uh, and this this minutes limits. Uh, wh- what's your take on that? Do you do you think um, do you think it's good that, that that they're limiting these guys, or do you think that should be the coach's call at the end of the day? You know, I I think that's a big struggle right now with the organization and Tom Thibodeau. You know. They're having a tough time. They're button heads. Obviously, there's rumors that he may be relieved of his duties at the end of the year, and that's because of the minute. He's run guys into the ground. Look what he did to Lou all day. Look what he's done to Jimmy Butler. And then the stubbornness of not playing some of the younger guys. You know, he was really reluctant to play Jimmy Butler and Tony Schnell. And, you know, the organization at the end of the day, those are the guys who sign the checks. Those are the guys that employ you. So, top pivot off. They don't get out of the first round, guys. I think he's going to end up losing his job. Now, who's should replace him? That's kind of the question I throw at everyone who wants to have him fire. But I, I can't stand when they say this guy's only going to play 18 minutes, 22 minutes. It's like Pop doesn't do that. I mean, you can have that in your head that this guy's not going to play a lot. I don't know why you have to announce it to the world. You think it's a dig at management? Yeah, I think I think management and him are really butting heads on uh, on his style of play because he doesn't like to go really deep in his bench. He doesn't like to play a lot of guys and. You watch teams that win. I mean, I see a lot of games with Kawhi Leonard playing less than 30 minutes in a game. That's because Greg Popovich knows marathons, not a sprint. Yeah, they're getting hot at the right time. You got a couple more minutes, Timmy? Yeah, what's up? So, looking at the Bulls, as they just came back on the Heat in a big third quarter, do you see them making any type of run in the in the in the playoffs, do so you think there's there maybe like one series win and, and then and an yeah, out? Yeah, I'll, I'll come back at you. Who scares you in the East? I think for the Bulls, Cleveland, I don't think they could beat LeBron in a seven-game series. I think that's the only, that's the only yeah, team. I mean, that's the only team, Timmy. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, Cleveland's got a bunch of guys that have never been there before. You know, a guy like Kyrie Irving's never played in the playoff team. either does Kevin Love, so... You know, they made 16 threes last time the Bulls and Cavs met, matched up, and that was only a five-point game. So is that what they're going to depend on, making 16 threes in games? I mean, they just have never been there before. I, I don't trust the Cavs at all, even though they're really hot right now. No doubt, East goes through LeBron, because LeBron has dominated the Eastern Conference ever since he's come in the league. But I think if Derrick Rose 
starts taking less threes, starts having more assists, I think that's going to be the key to the Bulls. I, I just feel like he's trying to be the MVP. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Help out somebody else. Make somebody else better on the floor. He's still so, I mean, his first game back, he has two assists and shoots six threes. It should be the opposite. He should six assists, he should two threes. But these are kind of the struggles that I think Tom Thibodeau is having with Derrick Rose, who, you know, was the MVP of the league, and, you know, he's not the same player he once was. Yep. So who do you got coming out of the East and the West, and who do you got winning it? Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be the Hawks going to play the Spurs, and the Spurs are going to win it. Nice. So that plus three fifty bet I'm about to place maybe <laughs> in a little bit it could come in handy. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure you could have got it at like plus eight hundred, yeah, plus a thousand about about four weeks ago, a month ago. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you watch any Masters today? Uh, yeah, Jordan Spieth. I mean, this is what golf needs. They need a young guy. You know, to, to start to not pass the torch, but kind of like start handing off the torch. I, I think golf's got a lot of young guys that are. Really attractive. Obviously, Roy McIlroy, Patrick Reed. There's a lot of young guys. Bubba Watson's a little bit of a character. So golf needs this right now because Tiger Woods' boom is over. Because out there, they shoot one over par. I mean, you know, his days are, are, are passing him by. So I don't think golf will ever be where Tiger had it at. But there's a lot of interesting storylines. A lot of young guys that can go out there and play. Yeah, we had a guy uh, from the Tribune come on last week. He covers some high school stuff, but uh, he... Uh, he, he loved Jordan Spieth. He gave it out to everybody last week. Oh, yeah. And uh, looking now, he's only – I just saw he's plus 225. You know what I like a little bit? And he's still – Dustin Johnson, I think he's minus two. He's at 15 to one. You got Day at five to one. Who do you think is going to win it? Well, there's only been one player in the last 30 years to go wire to wire. So, for Jordan Spieth, he's in – you know, he's going to try to do something that we have not seen too often. Um I, I, I really like Patrick Reed. Uh, he makes big shots. He's not scared of the big moment. I think that his game is slowly, every single day, improving. If he puts well, I think he's going to be right there. Do you think? Uh, do you think PGA is missing out on some advertising opportunities? I mean, they you couldn't even watch you couldn't even watch the Masters until what three three o'clock Eastern time. So so it's what two o'clock here. Yeah. I mean. Shouldn't they start earlier? Yeah, I don't get it. Timmy, no. Half the half the half the main guys are already done. You know, I you know that TV executives know that stuff more than I do. I mean, I you know you you could find it. You have to go online to go search it out. I mean, you know, I I know you could you could hunt down the the coverage somewhere. It, it is available, but I guess they feel that people are working. That's not the time when people are really going to be watching it. So people do have jobs, guys. They don't hang around all day. T.D., hey, hey, hey. You know what I mean? Like, guys actually have jobs. I, I, you're about to play in my league, I heard. Is that true? <laughs> Is that true, yes or no? Uh, you know, the only reason Eric wants me to play is because I never shoot. So it sounds great. Eric's like, yeah, come down. So I can shoot this ball 40 times. No, you you're not going to play I mean, on yeah, my team. I don't know why. You're not, not playing on my team. team. Oh, I'm not on your team. No, you're playing with uh, Doug, right? Okay, so then do me a favor, okay? Shine up my trophy, because I don't play in any leagues where I don't win the championship. <laughs> you know that. You finally knocked me off recently. I knocked uh, you off, I have not played. I have not played since that tournament. I'm sure it's not going to be pretty out there. Um, it's all right. But I, I, I'm did, bound to get back into shape for the summertime. Tim, did you, did you sink into a deep depression after losing the E? 
Um, it, it was one of those things where I definitely dry heaved on the way home, driving back <laughs> from Loyola Academy High School. Um, yeah, right. You probably team won, but I, I, I have daddy weight on now, guys. I mean, you know how that is. I know. How is he? How's Joe, how's Joey doing? Joey's doing all right, but I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle that I, I'm trying to get out of. <laughs> how old is How old is he now? Five months. Oh, man, my wow. kid just turned 15 months, dude. Just wait. You're not going to be able to sit constant uh, all over the place. Sounds so, sounds so miserable. Oh, boy. It's all right. You'll have fun. All right, man. Tim, <laughs> we, we, we appreciate hey, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, Timmy, at Tim Doyle, uh, zero, zero on Twitter. He, uh, you can also uh, see what he's up to uh, at 120 Sports. Uh, Timmy does an awesome job. Timmy, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You got it. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. So, yeah, so uh, he broke it down pretty good. Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. That's what I take away from the right? Yeah, Spurs. And it's hard to argue that. I mean, I think I think most people – here's the thing. Uh, Cleveland, if you like LeBron, you're going to get behind Cleveland, right? But great points. I mean, they've got guys that have never been there, uh, never even in the playoffs. He's right, though. I could have probably got him at eight or 900. Yeah. But plus 350 ain't bad. Putting 100 gets you 350. Put 200 gets you 700. I'm thinking about doing it. I really am, man. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Who else? Why not? Who else you take? Why not? Yeah, yeah. The I Hawks mean, haven't been there. No, no. He I, he had made some great points on Cleveland. How you know they? I, he said they made 17 threes against the Bulls and and only won by five. I think. I think. I think LeBron's one of those guys though too. You get you get in his head. Oh yeah. And he's just. He's checked out. He's, he a, gets, he's a he's a we, like a little mental midget. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically. Just I shouldn't use that word, but no, basically. Yeah, you can use you can use that word. Fuck I, LeBron, too, yeah, man. I want to say that. I hate him. I hate Fuck. him. You know, he's just. Fuck him, dude. And it's it's got to drive him nuts that he's never going to fill those shoes. You know what I mean? I agree. He's never going to fill. He's never going to be. Put some bulls in guy. Is that bull? He's I, I never thought I heard it. He's never going to. No. He's never going to be. No, never. we don't even want to get into that conversation. And it right eats now. at him every day. He wakes up in the morning Best and this ever. is what he hears. Best ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Hands down. No, it ain't going to happen. And and I like LeBron. I mean, there's no doubt. He's definitely probably the biggest, strongest, fastest, most athletic player to play the game. But God, I love that man. Yeah, just he's hearing the, that right now. Yeah, he's just. He wears this 23. Yeah. With his hairline, it's just going farther and farther <laughs> back. Is, it is, dude. And then he, now he doesn't wear his headband. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, LeBron. Yeah, he's 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 definitely not a guy I like. But I think that's probably pretty. It's it's probably pretty even across Chicago. Like guys that guys that are our age that grew up watching Jordan. I mean, you're just not gonna get no. behind LeBron. Well, great show. You know, we talked golf. We talked cu- Cubs, Sox, Bears, Bulls, everything. Bears, dude. I still, I'm, I, the Mariota thing. I mean, I see both both points. Timmy said it good about no one from Oregon ever come quarterback ever being good. I think it's someone's got to break that trend, right? These early pick quarterbacks, I think it's hit and miss. I mean, what, what Tom Brady's what a third or sixth round pick. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think you need to go to the, you know, go early and get a quarterback. I think you can get a guy. That you know, maybe later in the draft, maybe next year. Like if Cutler's going to be around, whatever. You no, know, fuck it, man. The Bears should just. I think 
fucking suck for a year. Well, that's not going to happen. Here, you got a big fan base. Go with three and 13, but that's not going to happen. Dude, about three weeks in, you're going to be sick of hearing uh, Mariota, you know, or Cutler, you know. Yep. Good. You remember when the when the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 2005? All year it was good Rex, bad Rex. Which which Rex is going to show up? Good J, bad J. Which J is going to show up? It's like it's just not consistent, you know. But that doesn't mean you you just throw all your money at a quarterback that there's no guarantee, you know. I don't. I don't know. I, no, yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's I mean, it's you get you get stupid a, money they threw him. You get just a dumb. Just think about it this way: if you get a quarterback in the first round this year, look at all the money you got tied up in the quarterback position, and you're not going to get odds are you're not going to get any production out of it. You know, no. That's a lot of money in one position for nothing. But he is going home to Kristen Cavallari. Yeah, well. <laughs> Lucky dog sometimes. He just, he, Lucky dog. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. We love our wives. I, I'm not a fan of Kristen Cavallari. All right. But I mean, I mean okay. not against Who's your her. number one? God, there's so many. Where Who's do your I number start? one? <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be Kristen Cavallari. Okay. I would say, you know, maybe like a Rachel McAdams, who's a little older now, but... Uh, I like a, a, a Sophia Bush. She's hot. Yeah, I mean, you know. But my that. wife is on top number of one. Number one. You cool, know. man. Cool. So. Well, you listen to Chalks and Dogs, Red Joe's Pizza, uh, 773-685-2301. We just want to thank everybody for listening. Great feedback from uh, some people that we, uh, some listeners. And uh, we're going to keep doing this, getting some guests, talking sports. Give Joe's on Higgins, joesonhiggins.com. Give them uh Get some pizza. Grab, 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 a, grab a mod stick. I'm Tell right. them we sent you. We need, we need, we yeah. want them to know that uh, we're not just wasting their time. You know. Yeah, Frankie's <laughs> a great guy, a great owner. <laughs> so uh, that's about it, man. Great show, Dave. Oh, uh, it's awesome. It was awesome. It was a pleasure. Great job again. Thanks to our guests, guests at Sam Maniscalco. Sam Maniscalco. You can catch him on Twitter at Sam Maniscalco. Uh, at Tim Doyle. Double zero, Timmy Doyle from 120 Sports. Both broke it down. For Dave, I'm me. Peace.